But let me get to my guest. She's on the call of Money Making Conversation Masterclass. She is a graduate of the University of Georgia. She is a proud member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and, the recent, and was also featured in the recent documentary, 20 Pearls. She is the Executive Vice President and Chief People Capital Officer of the Atlanta Braves, overseeing people initiatives of human resources for the Atlanta Braves organizations, the Major League, Minor League, and the Battery Atlanta Operations, which is over there by Truist Park. Please welcome to Money Monkey Conversations Masterclass, Dr. Doretta Rhodes. How you doing, my friend? I am good, and I have I have more news because I just added two two new departments to my um, all the work I do. So I also support corporate communications, okay. our Atlanta Braves Foundation, and also community affairs. So now, my roles changed a little bit in the past month. <laughs> now is that is that now because you know you're busy. Okay, and uh, you know, you're, 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 here's the first, here's the amazing because we, Doretta, you and I, you know, you you, know, you you follow me from different radio stations, and I'm a hot yes, podcast, I so do. we actually yeah. shared a stage together for an event that yeah. we did in, in in the city. But the thing that always uh, uh, attracts me to your personality is that you really want people to do better for themselves. What, yes. what and then you in the and then you in a business that that allows people to. To do better, to you know, you you yeah. hire people, but not all. Yeah. I talk about that whole. How did you get into that world? And just give us a little history on the of the masterclass series that I'm creating about that whole human resources or capital people moving business that you're in. Okay, sure. And you know, it's so funny. I did not. I didn't think I'd start my career in human resources. I actually, interestingly enough, have an undergraduate degree in hotel restaurant management. However. Every aspect of what you do in an organization, nonprofit, entrepreneur, is dealing with people. And I had the chance to do a rotational role that then led me into doing recruiting as my first human resources job. And I would tell people all the time, I get the opportunity to try to make people's dreams come true, like get your best job and get promoted and get developed and, and move forward. And that's how it started for me. And so I've always felt it important for people to be focused on development. I've also felt that it be important for leaders to focus on not only their development, but development of their people, because it's actually an honor for you to be able to lead people. And that's always been my perspective. We know the thing that has popped out lately that I've been hearing and is the, is these three terms are diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is DEI. Yep. Now, that yeah. has always been around, to my understanding. But it's, <laughs> since 2020, in the George Floyd situation, that has been pushed to the forefront of all major corporations. Can you explain yeah. to my audience what exactly is the what exactly is diversity, equity, and inclusion? I can't. And I will tell you, it has definitely been an evolution. So when I started working in the area of diversity, so let's start there. Mm -hmm. When I started working in that area, it was always talking about diversity, which is typically what people see in individuals, right? You see if I'm a female, you see if I'm a person of color. That's what diversity looks, looks at. It actually speaks to what people are when you see them, right? right? When you go a little bit further into it and you start talking about equity, it speaks to ensuring that everyone has the same equitable opportunity regardless of who you are. So, and and I have this neat little poster or neat little um, drawing that looks at equity in a different way because equity is going to look different for someone that may be a female. It may look different for someone 
that is a male. It just it just is different. But equity should be should always be defined as individuals being able to have equitable opportunities mm-hmm. across the entire enterprise or wherever you are. Then inclusion actually speaks to belonging. Like I feel like I belong here. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting as we begin to start having this conversation. It started out just as I mentioned, diversity. Right. So diversity is the reality of who you are. And then equity is making sure you have equitable opportunities. And then inclusion is where we have to ensure that people feel like they belong. We know the individuals make a decision about wanting to stay somewhere because they feel like they belong. And I, and I say that because I've read many articles watching TV. They're saying that, yeah. you know, people don't want to come back to work. It, it, yep. uh, and uh, is, is it is it tied to them being uncomfortable or is it being tied to the fact that, you know, they're having problems uh, for taking care of their kids or the fear of COVID? What is driving that whole run? Because you see you're at the front lines. If you can say that nurses yeah. at the front line of COVID, you're at the front line of hiring. So yeah. not only hiring everyday 40 hour week people, but athletes. So there's so many tiers that you have to oversee, so, but it all centers around emotional support and how people yeah. being comfortable. Talk about that. So what I would say is that I think it's all of those things, Rashawn, that you mentioned. It is, I am either I'm not comfortable, I want to go somewhere where I'm more comfortable. I want to go somewhere where there's more flexibility, or I want to go somewhere where I belong, or better yet, I want to go somewhere where I know I'm going to get growth. I don't think there's one specific answer around why, as we are talked about this, the great resignation and why people are making decisions to shift. And you're hearing all sorts of different perspectives around this. Not only is it a resignation, great resignation, but it's the great shift where people are making decisions that I want to go to work for an organization that looks like this, and I can make that decision now. And the reason why I'm making that decision is because of COVID. It's because mindfulness has come to the forefront around how I feel at work and mental health and all of those things that I have in my life. I am, you know, individuals are multidimensional. When you think about COVID and what we've dealt with, people have dealt with children at home, homeschooling, if they hadn't done it before, elderly parents, you know, you have gotten so many things that have occurred that individuals are making different decisions based on that. I'm going to tell you something. At the beginning of the year, you know, that's when the the variant, Omicron variant, was just just exploding everywhere. Yeah. And I, yeah. and I I I employ people, and um, when I came back, you know, the first day back after the New Year's that Monday, I had several staff members who had told me they had contracted COVID. COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. Some were undergoing tests because I couldn't let anybody back into the office until yeah. they had given me a negative test and all that. And I would mm-hmm. tell you, as an owner, I was. I was angry and yeah. and I was angry, but I had to make sure I didn't take that mm-hmm. anger and, and, and push it at my employees. And so, right. so I right. was dealing with an emotion that I shouldn't have to deal with, but I had to deal with it because yeah. I, no one's asking to get COVID. Nobody wants, it's too many fears. Right. It's too many variables yeah. that are tied to that yeah. unknown. But I would tell you, I was frustrated and I had to calm myself down and think through the process. Remember, Remember, family first. That's what I always tell my employees. If they're sick yeah. or if they want to come to me, that door is open. You know, family first. That's my policy at my company. And mm-hmm. But I will tell you, 
it, it, was that a natural or unnatural reaction for me to be? Well, I, I, I want to say frustrated, but I was annoyed that wow, why mm-hmm. me? I, I went into the mm-hmm. why me stage too, because yeah. I've been fortunate. I, I've been I'm double vaxxed. I, I got the booster shot. That does not mean I can't get COVID. That's right. You know, that's right. but I am taking all the steps, and I, and so that's where I and all my employees. You know, they're double vaxxed. They're going through the steps and to be employed. They, you know, when we walk around, we wear a mask on. We're two in the office, you know, because you, you, I'm fortunate in my office space that, you you know, everybody has a private office. You know, it's a nicely yeah. spaced out office and it's, it's, the ceilings are really high. And if you another person goes in the office, both, both people or multiple people have to wear masks. So I'm applying yeah. all those rules. How do you work with as many people? I'm a small company. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Or are you are you guys operating at a work from home policy? No, we're not. And I will tell you, from industry to industry, it 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 depends, right? I work in an industry where it's very much about fan engagement and where you have to be at a ball game and you have to have the experience of watching sports. But what I want to speak to first is you saying that you were angry, and I think the reality is that. We have to honor how we feel in this in this process and in this situation. And I, I hope that you were able to honor that you were angry about it because when you think about everything that happened and you talk about change, this change was placed on people. Mm-hmm. They didn't make the decision to have the change, you know? And so in the midst of all of this going on, not only were we going through a change of dealing with the pandemic, but the rules were changing on us from a corporate perspective, what we had to do based on what OSHA was saying. So we were having to constantly flex and be agile. And if that's not something you've had to deal with before, it is frustrating. Mm -hmm. It is angering. It's like, I want to do what's right, but in the midst of all of this, it's impacting me negatively. And so I think that's the first thing. I think the second thing and what we've tried to do in our organization is that we have been very vigilant in following COVID policies. And we've been very vigilant in making sure that it is about the health of the organization and people that that make up the organization. And so you find yourself... and, And this is different than I know that I've ever dealt with in my career as a HR professional, mm-hmm. is mindfulness has become the most important thing. So the health of individuals, not only physically, but mentally, has become paramount. And I'll be honest with you, that's not something that I dealt with five years ago, 10 years ago. Like we had EAP, right? right. And you didn't think about it anymore. And now you have to figure out as an organization how you incorporate mindfulness in a way that is meaningful and that you can engage your employees in a way that they understand where you are, but you are also trying to support them in the areas that they're having to deal with this. Doctor, because it's real. I'm, People are dealing with it. I mean, it's real. It, it, doctor, I've, I'm on my couch. My feet are up. So I'm relaxed. I'm in Zen mode. Thank you. Thank you. You brought Rashawn McDonald back, you know, because, you know, you have that soothing voice. You know that, right? You know, you you, you have that voice. Relax, Rashawn. 
Relax. It's going to be all right. You'll be right back with Dr. Doretta Rhodes. Is not leaving anything. We have a lot of questions about interview mistakes, how to get all these great things that she has experienced, unfortunately, for a lot of people, and also helping them get some great careers started. I, sometimes I feel like I do more work now because of Zoom than I, I can't get away. I'm on the phone at 8 o'clock at night. I'm on the phone at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's really, we really have, are in a different workspace now. And when I say those things, uh, Dr. I'm going to just say doctor because I'm still on the couch. <laughs> what has been the most compelling change in the work environment, I was like, say, over the last 10 years? Oh, my gosh. I, I would even say in the last five years. Um, let's start with technology. Right. Technology has shifted the way in which everything is done. And so you make a really good comment around the fact that when do people really have the opportunity to unwind? So now, whereas before, where you didn't have Blackberries, and then it went, well, at first it was pagers, Blackberries, right. <laughs> cell phone, you know what I'm saying? So there's an evolution that happened right, from a technology right, standpoint. Right. Now you got Zoom, and you can talk to anybody anywhere and still sit in your desk. Mm-hmm. And so I think as you've seen the evolution of that and how that's made that more high touch, what's that? what that has done is it has required people not to unwind and not to be able to actually have mindfulness and get away get an opportunity to get away unless you force it, right? Right. And I think that as we have seen um, the different, all of the different generations that have come into the workforce, you've got some individuals, you've got your millennials, you've got your Gen Zs now, which are the ones that are coming out now and going into the workforce. They are looking at you and demanding something different because these individuals never knew what a paper application was. I mean, when you start thinking about how things have happened from not only how you hire staff. I mean, remember when you, we used to put an ad in a newspaper? Right, right, right. Folks were like, and, and you had paper applications. If I were to go to someone now who were my son's age, they're 23, mm-hmm. 21, and 20, and I would say to them, you need to fill out an application, they'd be like, what, online? Like, like <laughs> what are you talking about? Is there an app? What yes, do you mean? Yes, I have to, yes. you know, use paper and pencil. So I think that we've seen an evolution. I think that in doing so, our leaders have had to make a shift in terms of how do you engage employees in a different way. But this is the other key to that. Mm -hmm. You've got more than three generations in a workplace. And when I've just talked about all those things that I just mentioned, all of those individuals are sitting in in your workforce and all of them have to be engaged differently, and mm-hmm. you as a leader have to figure out how do you do that to have them want to be here, be a part of the organization, and as I mentioned before, feel included. We will be right back with more Money-Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money-Making Conversation with Rashawn McDonald. Well, you know, I'm, a, I'm an amazing cook, so I keep him engaged with my food, doctor. I'm going to let you know. They, <laughs> well, that's, I, well, hey, that's, 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 that's I win every time with my desserts. They, they stay engaged with me. <laughs> but it, it, was, it was so funny because, you, you know, I, when you were talking, I remember my daughter. My daughter, she's graduating yeah. from college this semester. And so, you know, yeah. I'm sitting up here, you know, just, just looking at different techniques I use to get, in, get a job, fill yeah. out that application manually. I remember one of my first jobs yeah. I got, you know, it was uh, it was because uh, I went to college to be a civil engineer. My degree winded up being uh, mathematics, and so you know mm-hmm. they, they teach in civil engineer how to write block. And I got that yeah. job, my first job, because I filled my application in block lettering. And it, mm. he was so impressed. He went, "Wow, you did your entire application 
in the correct textile of a civil engineer. That's how I got my job. So it was like that technique I use would not help me today because I'll be online. And if I did block, they look at me going, what are you doing? Was was the key stuck? Was a key stuck? Yeah. And, and so, so those little techniques that I use, those little tricks, I really can't help her. But it still comes down to the interview process. You that really, is correct. That is still the key. Then she tells me, well, I just called and then I just left a video and or I left a message mm. asking. It's so many different, I think. Un, not, not, they're not personal engaged. What is no. the, how, how is the work yeah. environment where you at, and how do you cut through the clutter? Because you're in the people business. You're in the service person. So people that <laughs> yeah. you bring on board can't be grumpy. They can't have bad days. Yeah. So you really yeah. do have to see them, bring them in, and make sure they have the right attitude for the for the service business that you provide, correct? That is correct. And it's interesting that you say that because I think when you start talking about the evolution of all of this, the one thing that has never shifted is connectivity and how people are made to feel. And so when you talk about if we are, if it's about fan engagement and if it's about the experience that you have when you come to one of our games and if you're not feeling as if you have been welcomed and that you're a part of a community, you're not coming back. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I think that, and again, this is really prevalent in industry, the industry that you're in and what you're having to do, but all of that has to do with connectivity and community. And that's what's been so important. And you can find that out. Like you, you can have a conversation, which is important. You can have a conversation and even do it on a video right. with someone. And you can ask the, the, ask the important questions and you can get it through a video. You can get it through a Zoom call or a, you can even get it on a phone call. You can tell when someone is not there with you, but you're on the phone with them if they're smiling. Yes. You know? Yes. And so those yes. are the type of things I think we still as leaders have to train and talk to our younger professionals about in terms of what you do, because beyond that, you've got to network and you've got to create situations where people are going to want to know you and have you a part of their organization. Well, you know, I'm, I'm talking to um, a very happy person, everybody. She got a <laughs> Ph.D. in adult education from the University of Georgia. I already told y'all where she works the Atlanta Braves. So, uh, do you have a championship ring? Do you, are, you, are, you, are you bragging like that? You, got a big, you have a big ring on each finger here? What's going on here? <laughs> well, you know what? It has been a good year for me. I will say that between the Georgia Bulldogs and the Atlanta Braves, I cannot complain. And, 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 and that's where the whole uplift, because I, I, I previously had an office in Spaces, which is right a stone's yeah. throw from the Truist Park. Where you where the Atlanta yeah. Braves play, and so oh, yeah, yeah, uh, it, great. I, you know, I know that little ice cream place. Love that little ice cream place. Uh, <laughs> Jenny, you know, oh, my, oh, I walk in there, I'm just, I lose my mind, you know, because I just love yep, ice cream. I just yep, love ice cream. Yep. The, 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 the Mexican restaurant right there on the corner. Yeah, I know yep. uh, all my my hamburger joint right there next to the park. <laughs> my barbecue place right there. That whole Battery yep. Park experience was is inviting to me because I go across yeah. the street get my nails done. You know, my, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you probably got to look good sometimes. My feet be hurting. Yeah. I got to go and get my feet done yeah. sometimes. So yeah. that's so yeah. so when I hear the battery park, so are you handling the entire experience over there as well as the Atlanta Braves, minor league and major league properties? So 
so I have the fortunate um, opportunity to work with our battery development team, and mm-hmm. that team consists of the individuals that handles all of the leasing that was that is in the battery development. And so it's an amazing team, a mighty team that does that. So yes, I support that team as well. Now, when you say the word support, when you say support, is that just uh, through the hiring process or what? Yeah, through everything. So every aspect, every human resources aspect that they have. And now with the other um, roles that I have as well in my in my job. But yes, everything from the hiring to the development to promoting all of that. Yes. And so, you know, my life is, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. But, um, you know, I grew up, but when I was born, rotary dial telephone was still rocking, you know, yes. took you all yes. day to dial 911 on the rotary dial right. telephone. Okay. Right. Then, right. and then I got up to, uh, you know, the answer machine. Oh, you had an answer machine. I had a friend of mine. He did a Mr. T voice on my answer machine. Oh, I, wow. I, 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 I was, I was, I was, I was winning here. I was winning. So I had to, I had to leave home. And then when I came home. I answered my mail, you know, my message. Click, yeah, you call yeah, me. So, yeah. so, so then the pager came out, okay? And then, you know, so that, that meant if it hit me, then I know who was calling me, but I had to go to a pay phone or I had to go back home or go somewhere to, to return that phone. And then that, saw, that cell phone came out. And the cell phone was expensive. So, but after 9 o'clock, you know, after 9 o'clock, it dropped real cheap. So uh, from yeah. 9 a.m. to 6 a.m., you know, I was busy on that phone or on the weekends. You know, you couldn't get me off my cell phone. But during the day, mm-hmm. you called me. I had to hang up on you. Uh, no, hold up, hold up. Call me at the 9. Call up if you just mm-hmm. want to talk. And so now we have video phones. We have video conferencing. Like that whole process, I know it was it was a snowy weekend. And I was mm-hmm. still doing, I would think, the amount of work I would have been doing if I was in my office. That, how, that is how much technology has come into our life and changed the way we approach our daily look of, 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 of family planning, family outings, and vacations, correct? Right. That's exactly right. And when you look at these things, how do I, if I'm, because if I'm, if, you're over all that over there, how can someone, if they're interested in the Atlanta Braves organization through the property over there, how do they apply? Do they go online to apply? Or yep, what, how does that is. work? Mm-hmm. You can. And if you can go to braves.com backslash jobs, right. you see all of the posting of the jobs that we have. And my recommendation is that if there are people that you've connected with, because that a lot of times is how that works. Right. But we look, we, we are able to go through through everyone that's posted for a position. Wow. And we know, yeah, so, so, and it's different than it was before, right? It really was because it used to be you call in or not calling, you, um, you did the applicant you did you did an online not online you did a ad and you wrote in and you sent in your resume and that's so different now the other thing that's really important that people have to know and understand is that now there's a log a logger I'm going to say this correctly I'm going to try <laughs> she's, she's a TED a talk speaker y'all. TED talk thank you a logarithm <laughs> that happens when any anytime you apply online so if there's a job description that is attached to the position that you're applying for you need to ensure that your resume that you attach to that job description that you're putting online 
it is actually matching the words or matching the experience that you said that you have on that job description that's posted. Uh, before she leaves, I wanted her to comment on, uh, uh, you know, just groundbreaking. We've seen it in football. We've seen it in basketball. Now in baseball, we have our first female minor league and. Uh, coach in the Yankees baseball organization. Uh, these things shouldn't be groundbreaking, but they are. And when they do happen, we have to acknowledge them for the great things, the great, the great accomplishment, not only for that person, because they have to deal with uh, a lot of uh, negative things that they shouldn't have to deal mm-hmm. with. Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. when he was, uh, broke into baseball, he dealt with things he shouldn't have to have dealt with. But you need somebody to get in there to start making it feel normal so the next person gets in there, it feels normal, and it becomes a cycle of positivity. When you when you heard about that, what were your thoughts, and what, what is the rationale? Is that part of the diversity, equity, and inclusion that we talked about earlier in our interview, or what is it? I think it is. I think that you're not only in baseball, you're seeing this actual inclusion of women in football, in Mm -hmm. basketball, in broadcasting. Mm -hmm. I think what happens, and this is the the importance of when you talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's always so much easier for you to deal with someone that looks like you and has the same thought. Because guess what? There's no argument. Everybody goes along. But the question is, does that create innovation? Does that create you moving forward in a very proactive way? Does that have you being in that you are having excellence in everything you do? And it's not. It is harder to have diversity, equity, and inclusion because you have to seek it out. Mm-hmm. You have to be intentional around how you do it. And you have to be open to thoughts and ideas that are different than yours. So diversity, equity, and inclusion ju- just is not, and I say this all the time, and people typically have a have a, um, a, a visceral reaction, but I'm like, diversity is not just about the body bag that you sit in. I just described it's all of those things, every aspect. My thought process may be different than yours because I grew up differently. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Kansas City. I have a different thought pattern. I have a different language pattern. So when we begin to accept individuals and engage them in a way with which they want to share, you open yourself up to this amazing world that creates innovation and creates progress. And for some people, that may be daunting and scary, but to get to the next level, that's how you have to do it. Wow. Well, my friend, I want to thank you, Dr. Rhodes, for coming on my show, talking about, you know, just breaking it down. And I definitely want to invite you in the future because I really wanted to talk about the whole you know, interview process and how people can protect themselves. And that's just another interview. But more important, I wanted to introduce (laughs) to this platform that I do on the HBCU campus, you. You are black excellence. You excel. You deliver information that we need to hear and we need to be communicating that people like us are making these game-changing decisions that are happening at facilities like the Atlanta Braves, they major in minor league park, that whole battery park experiences over there. Because it was a while back, you know, it wasn't us. We were we were not yeah. we're not giving that opportunity. And congratulations, because I know the journey sometimes it can be daunting, but the accomplishments yeah. that you're achieving are very special. Thank you, Dr. Rhodes, for coming on Money Making Conversation. Absolutely. And I have to admit, and I say i'm also a clark atlanta and get grad too so i had to put that in there oh, see see i didn't see that on i'm, I'm, I'm now i'm mad yes, i'm gonna see oh, come i got on my now. mba i got my mba from clark atlanta i'm just saying i had to put that in there there you go there you go we're we rocking both ways here thank you very much aka All right. All right. Thank, thank you, you. i appreciate uh-huh. you we talk soon mm-hmm. bye-bye okay bye-bye